welcome to episode 203 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i'm john john how's it going man it's going all right gotta be going okay you got a big big stack of fun cards from last night i do unfortunately that means i have to sort them well the for- fortunately i actually was sorting them as i was getting them all from you guys so now i just need to combine them with my other stuff and then put them in the box I mean, I sort cards for fun. I don't know why you're complaining. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, appreciate the um, uh, the phantom phantom sealed. I guess is actually what it was. But yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. I enjoyed it. People got to do ridiculous things. No. I just have to say <laughs> the fact that my hive stone did stuff <laughs> was stupid and annoying. <laughs> Hivestone plus Conqueror's Banner. Is Vanquisher's most, Banner, I think. Vanquisher's Banner is just the most idiotic wombo combo I've ever seen in my life. That was just the most asinine combo ever. And the, the brilliant thing was um, uh, you had the one of Gemhide Sliver. Yep. <laughs> that, <It's> just... <laughs> that actually like, opened up my deck a little bit. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to ramp into my... My uh, sapperling making dudes a lot faster. I'll get the ball rolling. It'll be great. It's a perfect. It was a. It, I mean, what's just not a good strategy? Like I think. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. But then some ass clowns playing an awful ass sliver deck, and the, you basically made it so I could play a bunch of things. Well, the funny thing is, I beat you game one, mm-hmm. right? And I was yep. debating what I wanted to cut because I was going to board in crossing. Because you had a bunch of shit that was like definitely yeah. killable, right? Oh yeah, I, I had what a Chroma's Memorial, Vanquisher's Banner, Hivestone, yeah. hell yeah. And I, I was like, I was hemming and hawing between Gemstone Sliver or the two mana two one that when enters battlefield, if I have four markers in my graveyard, I get to grave dig or something. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, I don't really like two two mana two one doesn't match up that great against your deck, and like ramping into my stuff seems like be relevant right so i'm just gonna do the gym high sliver and i should have boarded that out after game two (laughs) yeah i mean what you can't win them all yeah i suppose but i don't know (laughs) like the thing is it it kind of ramped me semi-relevantly once because it ramped out my sangir nosferatu yeah which which almost won the game Mm -hmm. until you played a you know, three three B sliver that became a four four. <laughs> That's stupid. That card is like I had two of those in my deck when I started, uh-huh. uh, and actually it was like had to cut down a card, and I actually cut one, and I regret that. No, the, any of the suspend creatures are actually kind of insane. Yeah, they were way better than I expected. Like just flat out better than I expected. Because it was like, oh, I get to play, pay two mana and eventually just dump this 3-3 three, three onto the field. Or I just get five mana 3-3 three, three flyer, which is like, why did I miss that? Like, I should have been paying attention. Well, because you were focusing more on, like, synergy yeah. nonsense and hive stone for some ungodly reason. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Synergistic hive stone. The hive stone, hive stone combo. But, yeah, that was... I don't know. I I enjoyed I enjoyed that. It was fun. So oh, yeah, we're gonna I, have to crack some more boxes. <laughs> I greatly enjoyed it. I mean, I so I lost to your sliver deck, but I yep. beat Russ's sliver deck, mm-hmm. and I beat Robert with a Sengir Nosferatu because his deck could not beat flyers. Yeah, my three three did work against him too. <laughs> yeah, and then I don't really. What was Hobbs's theme really? He was, uh, good stuff, I don't know. He was kind of like a control deck. Yeah, like he just kind of like murdered all of our shit. Yeah. And I was able to, he was, he had a, some like 5-5 five, five back on defense. That was like, man, I can't really attack into that, that sucks. So I ended up using uh, Slimefoot. To just make a bajillion sapperlings and then play Death Force to that salad and just like nuked his board. <laughs> just pew 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 pew. Like sex sapperling, you're good to get Nick one, Nick one. All your shit uh, guys. Man. 
<laughs> I love it. I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to make a Saperlin EDH deck now. <laughs> I uh, hey, I'd be okay with that. That'd be kind of cool. Zapperlings are just... I don't know what it is about Zapperlings, because they're not really in a color combo that's like normally a big thing for me. Yeah. But like the Thalids plus... Um, Zapper, like just like the most random, idiotic... Uh, one one random synergies is just hilarious. Yeah. Like how you didn't realize how my Primal Force Mage worked. No, I did not realize how that card worked at yeah. all. I'll be honest. I was like, I'm like, oh, because I'll be honest, there's a lot of text in that set, and I'm just kind of like, whatever. <laughs> if I get God, I get God, I guess. But Yeah, that's the thing. There's like, I was constantly rereading everyone's stuff because I was like, I don't know what these things do. I was constantly rereading my own stuff. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> there's a lot of weird stuff going on yeah right but oh but yeah well i'm uh i'm sure we'll be jamming more of those which will be sweet I, like yes. doing that. I mean i do have another box still so uh, yeah so i gotta figure out and that that dominaria box is just burning burning me right now so mm-hmm. yeah i'm not opposed so. to just sitting on the second box for like you know, two oh, wow. years and having yeah. it be worth suddenly a billion dollars. So, I mean, I still wouldn't actually sell it. I would just crack them anyways. But. Oh yeah, I mean, like you, <laughs> we we know who we are here. <laughs> Nothing shoved in my closet is with the intent of selling or trading away. Right? It's like it's like my wife always says to me and stuff like that. When I'm like, "This card's worth this much," she's like, "No, it isn't. You're never gonna sell it." I'm like, yeah. "You're right." <laughs> You are uh, correct. But just let me dream. So uh, I don't know. A- after when I when I was like, yeah, I got that whole conspiracy cube b- built, and uh, Hobbs was like, oh, I'd like to do that. I'm kind of like, I could crack that open. We could do that sometime. But we have to get six people at least. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, our main group is five at this point. So. Mm-hmm. But like, you get you get one extra person one time, and you can do that, and. The nice thing about it is um, it's 100% ready to go. So we don't have to do it at anyone's house. Like, it is, it's literally like I have lands, I have tokens, I have dice, I have every, all the cards are sleeved. It's just like you could, we could just pick it up and set it down anywhere and play. Mm. So, so at least I have that going. So, like, if we ever wanted to do it, but. Like your desire to play is so high that you put in all this work, and it's just been sitting for like five years. Actually, probably about that. <laughs> like, not actually, because you didn't build it until the second conspiracy, right? It was a little before that, I think. Because right. I, I thought you built it a little after the second. Maybe I did build it a little after, because I unfortunately didn't get much of the second one. Right. So, but I don't know, sometime. But that's, I suppose, that's neither here nor there right now. So. Um, today we're actually not talking about that. <laughs> we're, um, uh, we not. Nope, we're going to talk about um, the Mystical Archives. Yeah, we're a titch late, but deal with it. <laughs> get what you, you get what you pay for. Yeah, so I mean, so obviously we would want to talk about the actual set release first, right? Cause yeah, that no, definitely. And we probably don't want to come out with like, oh yeah, we're going to start streaming every other week and then not stream for a month. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is what would have happened if we just did this episode after the set yeah. Which is, I mean, honestly, it's not a big deal if we... Push... I mean, yeah. yeah. Honestly, we can do whatever the hell we want. It's our thing, but... You, you get what you pay for. <laughs> you, know, you know what? We try to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And we've been really good at being consistent on putting on episodes. So now we need to be consistent in our changing of that. So yeah, but also, so streaming's nope. fun. What was that? Also, streaming's fun. Yeah, it is pretty dope. By the way, uh, yeah, next next weekend, Saturday, nine o'clock. Come come check out the stream. Say hi. Chat with us. Um, it's a good time. Always, we're always yeah. having some fun. So. Uh, come do that. We're not going to be doing Magic Legends this time, though, so we'll be doing something else. Not 100% sure what yet. <laughs> yeah, we have a possible idea, but... Yeah, so... But 
Yeah, so Mystical Archives, let's do it. All right. So for those who don't know, the Mystical Archive is a special thing that was released in Strixhaven. There is a mystical. There is at least one Mystical Archive card in every single Strixhaven pack. Which, that is insane, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> it's cut. It's it's really really cool actually that they did that. Because mm-hmm. um, it's basically just like a mini masterpiece and everything. And obviously, yeah. like there, there's three different rarities. There's uncommon, rare, and mythic rare. Most of the ones you encounter are going to be uncommon because, of course, they are. I mean, uh, that's fair though. But like. Uh, we'll get into it though, but like even then, it's like they're not bad. Most of them are not bad cards. No, there, there is. I mean, the fourth card I'm looking at is un- honestly bad piece of garbage. But you know, <laughs> the, fourth, the fourth card on the list. Yeah, but I mean, they they needed to have enough playable quotations and standard cards to print an uncommon, and I guess this technically qualifies. I guess. Okay. Dear Watsy, this card sucks. <laughs> What is that card from? Uh, it is Kaldheim? Yeah, Kaldheim. So, uh, er, so Divine, Ga- Divine Gambit is what you're talking about. Yeah. Sure. Then the card right before it is amazing, and I'm happy to have another alt art of it, which is Defiant Strike. Yeah. So uh, there's different ways of getting these cards, which is kind of dumb also. There's regular foil and etched foil. And etched foil is the most pointless thing in the world. There's also just flat-out regular versions of the card. I thought I said it with that. Uh, I think you said regular foil and etched foil. Or oh, maybe I, you just I did meant, po- I, yeah. Regular, I did, I did. comma, foil, comma, etched foil. Yeah, I did not, okay. I did not pause for comma. All right. <laughs> yeah, so there's... The etched foil is literally just like a few of the little golden tinges around the text box, and then the actual title of the card yeah, there's like a few spots like i can't is... reach i can't reach the one that i have right now but yeah yeah it is extremely non-noticeable and calling it etched foil is kind of stupid <laughs> it's a, but it's a different foiling process you know and if it sucks then they don't do it again and yeah i just wish they would have done a little bit more right like i like the idea of just having like some foiling around the border actually yeah. i just think they did a little too they just didn't. They they um uh, pulled back just a little too much, huh? Yeah, like they could have. So what they could have done is they could have made all the gold foil like they did, and then mm-hmm. made all of the colored parts of like the text or the text box and stuff. Make that also. So like make the white etched foil, make the blue etched foil, hmm. and I think that would make it pop a little bit more while still having it be minimalist. Which honestly, I like minimalistic foils. I think that actually is kind of cool. But yeah. Yeah, I kind of like that too. But yeah, like, because uh, I got obviously a Defiant Strike <laughs> yeah. uh, etched foil. And, like, you really had to look to see that it was actually, yeah. like, anything was done with it. Yeah, it just looks like to, a regular one. You have to look close in the right angle with the right lighting. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. this is so, like, oh, yeah, like a guy was like, oh, yeah, check out my etched foil tendrils of agony. I'm like, this isn't foil. They're like, yeah, it is. You can see it here. I'm like, I, this is not foil. I don't care what you say. Just, I don't believe you. You cannot convince me that there's any foil. Lies. Yeah, it's... I don't know. And maybe it's one of those things that just, you know, needed a little better execution. Yeah, maybe. Uh, there's also another variation on these cards. Oh, yeah. Like, what? Like, there is? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> exclusively in Japanese cases mm-hmm. slash boxes of both set and draft variety mm-hmm. and in collector boosters uh, there are Japanese art variations of every single card in Mystical Archive mm-hmm. which is very very similar to what they did with the Japanese Planeswalkers you know mm-hmm. J- Japan is a massive market for cards and yep. catering to them is just a good idea yeah, right. Plus, there's a lot of people who are really, 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 really into Japanese culture. Yeah, there's also lots of weebs out there too. <laughs> yeah, that's another way of putting it. But <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, I'll just say it because that's kind of my branding, I guess. It's yeah. All in there. So, all right, I'm gonna give, I'm just gonna give my take on these because I don't have too much to say beyond them. Uh, the, 
art. I'm not I'm not like super into the style of the arts or anything like that, but the execution on these is amazing. Like I, I just have to say that like if I was a person who liked this stuff, I think I would I would have to be like this is bonkers. Yeah, I'm not huge into Japanese art, mm-hmm. but I'm someone who can look at these and like I can respect a lot of these arts. Like yeah, I can look at them and appreciate them. Like Demonic Tutor looks amazing. Tainted Pact looks amazing. All the red cards kind of blend together, but of course they do their red cards. Like, like <laughs> some of these cards are just phenomenal in how they actually look. Uh, as I was, as I've told people, my biggest problem with them is it's really hard for me to distinct the cards. Yeah, so to tell I, what will, they are. I will never play with them because if I can't look at it at a glance and tell what it is, <laughs> even if it's like the only one in the deck and I know exactly what it is, if I can't tell what it is at a glance. I'm not going to play it, you know? Mm-hmm. When I played Feather in Standard, because I opened a lot of Warden Spark, and a lot of the Warden Spark Planeswalkers, who were very, yeah. very distinct, you knew exactly who all of them were. Mm-hmm. I knew, like, m- almost my entire deck was Japanese, but I was able to play it, because I knew what every single card was. Well, I got some of the cards off you, and, um, uh, like, part of my deck, part of my Feather deck was uh, Japanese as well, I think. Mm-hmm. Because I got a few cards off you, and it's like, yeah, like you could tell what a lot of the stuff was. Yeah, and it's just like obviously that's because they were using the same art from the regular mm-hmm. set. And just oh yeah, that one. But like even like right? yeah, yeah, the the planeswalkers didn't cause a problem either. Yeah. No, I mean I played with a lot of the Japanese planeswalkers because I really liked them and I knew what they all did. But, you know, it's really hard for me to look at Ephemerate and Divine Strike or <laughs> Divine Strike and God's Willing and be like, yeah. I know what they are because I know what they are, but if I just looked at them, like it's really hard to look at Defiant Strike and God's Willing and be like, all right, which one of these is Defiant Strike? Like the one where the dude's actually striking a blow or the one where the dude is posing to strike a blow? Yeah, they're just, they're tough for me, but like, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not big on that. I don't, I don't like the, how hard they are to, to recognize. But as I said, the 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 pure aesthetic of them, I think, is really good. Oh yeah, I um, love. As somebody who is not into any of that. <laughs> oh yeah, like if I spoke Japanese, I would be perfectly fine playing these cards. Well, if you'd have any... a tough time because you would have to read it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh... <laughs> like if. And I'm perfectly fine with people who choose to play these cards, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, the main thing is a lot of the cards that you're going to see someone play, they're going to be instantly recognizable. Teferi's Protection is Teferi's Protection, right? Mm-hmm. Blue Sun Zenith is Blue Sun Zenith. Brainstorm is obviously a Brainstorm. Yeah. Like, can you tell which section of the cards I'm looking at right now? <laughs> <laughs> the like, good one? <laughs> yeah. The, the ones that are going to see play in people's decks are going to be ones that you're just going to know. It, mm-hmm. At this point, it's, just, it's going to be basically the same as playing against someone who has a bunch of um, secret layers in their deck. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm one of those people. Because yeah. I buy a lot of secret layers. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I just like my stuff to look cool. <laughs> just like pretty things. It's almost so, like you're the exact demographic for that. I know, right? All right. Yeah. So I think both the regular and the Japanese variations are all amazing. I'm glad they both exist. Yep. More Me power too, to I anyone agree. who wants any of them. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, one somewhat weird thing about this set uh, is all of these, even though they are not playable at standard are automatically going on to arena Mm -hmm. which means all of these cards mostly are legal in historic it's gonna make historic weird so (laughs) let's just talk about that for a second right okay yeah what is historic supposed to be that is an excellent philosophical question <laughs> that I don't think has ever been sufficiently answered by Watsi. 
because when it first came out, it w- everyone like everyone was freaking out there, right? They're, right? They're like, oh my god, all my cards are going to rotate on standard, and they're going to yep. be worthless because there was you could not play them in literally anything else on Arena, and mm-hmm. people were freaking out about it. And yep. Watsi's like, here's this format. It's called Historic. It's where you're going to get to play all your old shit. Mm-hmm. And so it was going to like turn into its a really weird version of modern, effectively at that point, mm-hmm. or out. Well, but yeah, modern because Pioneer didn't exist yet. And they slowly started releasing more backlog sets, like the ones that we had back when it was still only in beta. Yeah. And which so, just released the sets. Yeah, which is like so sweet, <laughs> sweet. They started giving us all these old set all these old sets back and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like, all right, we're just we're slowly building a backlog. And at that point we're slowly working our way toward back towards like Pioneer. Mm-hmm. But then Jumpstart happened. Well, actually, they just they did the. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, there was the the historic anthologies happened. Yeah, which was a random selection of cards that Watsi decided that let's just see, have these and be have these be in historic, right? Most <laughs> of them, most of them were not that impactful. I got a Jim Palm Incinerator. I was happy. Yep. You know, you take what you there, get. There was much rejoicing. <laughs> there was much rejoicing. <laughs> you know, it's, and like in in every single historic anthology, there was like probably two or three cards that was like this card is now going to do something in star mm-hmm. yep. which was basically enough and it was you know it did what it was supposed to do which is to spicy up the format mm-hmm. because otherwise it would just be this was my old standard deck which i am not a problem with this is my old standard deck i want to play the historic being a yep. good thing yeah i, think I mean that me too. I, I really like the idea of that and as of right now, it's almost impossible to take your old standard deck into historic and have it be good. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, to some degree, modern was that for a while, too. It was. Modern very much was that. And then modern started having the quotations legacy problem, mm-hmm. where too many decades of cards combined to make a lot of weird shit. Yeah. I mean, you just create, you increase the card pool and, and wild things happen. Yeah. But, like, and that's the weird thing about Historic, though, because it's like, well, is it supposed to be Pioneer? Well, no, they're including all these cards from back, but is it supposed to be Legacy? Is it supposed to be Modern? Like, what what are they doing with it is the thing. Like, well, I, they've said they're trying to make it their own, its own thing, but it's like, I, I don't know. Like, it, it feels like you have shitty legacy or shitty modern, like, you know? Yeah, the, like, the, the nice thing about legacy and modern and pioneer and every format that has ever been in, in existence ever is it has a specific framework for what makes it what it is. Yep. Legacy is every card in modern, or in, in magic, yep. except for a ban list. Except modern, for the brokenness ones, yeah. yeah. Modern is every card with a modern card frame. Which is, alright, sure, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Pioneer's a bit weird, where mm-hmm. it's, like, everything from Cons of Tarkir forward minus the fetch lands. Which is, like... But at least there's, like, know, a time it, it, period, it, right? It makes sense, because it's, like, let's... In, let's in, it's, it's, you almost want to call it modern, because almost. that's kind of what it is. It's, it's modern magic. Yes. Is, is more what it is. Yeah, like, modern, modern is, like, what, 20 years old at this point? Something yeah. insane like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, but and then but then you have historic, and historic has cards in it that are not legal in modern, even before the Mystical Archive came out. Yeah. You had Jumpstart. Jumpstart cards are only legal in Legacy, and Historic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, <laughs> which is the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and like a lot of them aren't powerful enough to see play in Legacy, but as Mux has showed. There are definitely cards in Jumpstart that are powerful enough to just dominate the format. Yeah, definitely. And now suddenly we have the Mystical Archive, which I was actually going to talk about this, but then I derailed myself. The the Every single Mystical Archive is either instant or a sorcery. And that is very intentional. Hmm. Uh, so the lore, there's actually lore behind this. Oh, yeah. On Strixhaven, there is apparently a giant-ass library Within that library is every spell ever cast in the multiverse. 
that's why we see some ridiculous things like Approach of the Second Son and Urza's Rage. <laughs> yeah. But because it's been cast, it's here. Which made someone point out, so are you telling me that the Elder spell is lo- is in a book on a shelf somewhere that any kid can just find at any point? <laughs> well, yeah. in, in the flavor text of, for Day of Judgment, they talk about locking some spells away. Yeah. It's like... So. I'm sure that's one that they're like, yeah, let's put this one off to the side so that it can be a plot element later in the future when yeah. somebody does something awful. <laughs> go over here and we're just going to pretend it doesn't exist. <laughs> so, like, I do think that is sweet. Yeah, but, I, like, I kind of dig that, actually. But as a result of that, Watsy put some extremely iconic cards in this set. Cards that are powerful. <laughs> like, I don't think it's going to do anything in, in the format, but, like, Mind's Desire is in this. Like, <laughs> well, People yeah. were freaking out about Mind's Desire. Like, oh my god, this card is too good for Legacy. It's like, yes. Yeah, but that's because of also all the stuff that is surrounding Legacy. <laughs> yes. You know why Mind's Desire is insane in legacy because you get to mind's desire cast more spells and then find your storm spell that actually wins the game right yeah it's a lot harder to get up to storm count of five or six in historic yep i mean you could but you know you you gotta really faff about them yeah you gotta do some weird stuff (laughs) some really weird stuff yep like bergy plus grinning ignis weird stuff yeah right which if printing like, this is some sort of historic, like what are what are we doing, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is going on in this world? Like you almost have to have some like weird just trash eggs combo sort of thing going on for it. Mm-hmm. Or have the fast mana like you do in uh legacy. Yeah. But I yeah, will say so. one actually kind of cool thing about the Mystical Archive is there's also a card in here that has never been cast in the multiverse. Oh, really? What one? Abundant Harvest. Why has that not been cast? The card has never been printed before. Abundant Harvest? Yes. I don't even know what that card is. Because it doesn't exist. <laughs> is it really only in this? Oh, interesting. So is so is this card like a preprint or something? Yes. It is a it's a call forward to Modern Horizons two. Really? So this is going to be a card. This is gonna be one of the, you know, never before printed cards for Modern Horizons. Huh. So uh specific, specifically if you read the text, it might remind you of something. This is a direct reference to a reserve list card. What is it I'm called? Like Abundant <laughs> growth, maybe? That sounds accurate. Or no. Nope, abundant growth is um uh, harvest reserve list. Should have looked all this stuff before being like, oh my god. Early harvest, no. Early harvest, okay. Is it early harvest? No, early harvest like untaps lands, doesn't it? I don't know, find out. Scrolling down. Finding things. Uh, why is what the hell is Blaze of Glory and why is it on the reserve list three times? Sorry. There's a lot of weird stuff on the reserve list. Let's be completely honest with it. Yeah, we'll just do this. But it, it's a callback to a card. We can just go. Whatever. Yes, it, it is a callback to an enchantment that basically at the uh, you get to choose what you draw. You're either going to draw a land or a not land every single okay. time. Okay. So. You know, I'm I'm obviously a huge fan of uh, anything that calls back to a reserve list card. I just always think it's really sweet. Yeah. You know, since they can't print it directly, but they can reference it, and this gets to do that. So yeah. I don't know. I just think cards like that are cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I mean I'm in agreement. I like stuff like that. So, but yeah, I don't know. That's that's interesting. But, yeah. So um, then. Uh, one other weird thing going on with this is not all of the cards that they are putting in this are going to be legal in Historic. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny, because you can still open them in packs. 
And yeah, you, that's weird. And you can still buy card styles for them on Arena. You can literally only play them in like general, uh, you know, playing a sixty card casual with your friends. Yeah, which which is... I'm sure some people are just crapping bricks about it. I'm I'm like whatever, but I mean, here's the thing: I bought the card styles because I'm like sure whatever I'm gonna shit. <laughs> so <laughs> Christ, you are absurd. They look sweet. I mean, I don't disagree. <laughs> I wanted that demonic tutor card style. I got that demonic tutor card style. Oh my gosh! All right, so the list of cards that are banned in historic mm -hmm. channel. Okay. Duh. Fair. <laughs> Counterspell. Weird. Weird, but all right. Dark ritual. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you you cannot print. Dark Ritual, Tendrils of Agony, and Mind's Desire in a, in his, into Historic. That is and, a terrible just like, idea. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're just like, let's print all three of these cards and don't think something is going to go wrong, you are just stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah. Along those lines, Demonic Tutor. Yes. I I... So, once again, Demonic Tutor, probably not that bad, but it's it's Demonic Tutor is not a card that you want to gamble on and be like, what's the worst that could happen? Right, like I feel like that is just one of those things where it's like, ah, you know, it's not one of those cards that you're just like, ah, oh, we'll see what happens. Like, yeah, it's like, it's it's like, one of those cards too that it's like it's either you're gonna be like not played at all for some reason, or it's like, well, this just broke everything in half. Yeah, like demonic tutor is banned from legacy for very good reason. Yeah. In storm, I instead play infernal tutor. Which is way worse and still busted beyond all reason. Right. So, don't risk things. Yeah. Right. Nobody is. Nobody is casting demonic tutor and being like, "Gosh, I'm just gonna get some value here." Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm just gonna demonic tutor for uh for a cancel. What's the word? You know, just, just yeah, have, right. have a cancel. It'll be fine. Right. Right. <laughs> all right. So, next up is lightning bolt. I disagree with this one. I don't know if I disagree with that. I at least understand for sure. Yeah, like, I I understand. I just think they came to the wrong conclusion. Like, like a counterspell to some degree, if you put Lightning Bolt in a format, the format fundamentally changes. It does. It, it, it really changes the format, so... Again, I'm not sure where you come down on that necessarily, but yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know if I disagree with it at this point, but I we'll, don't know if I agree with it at this point either. We'll say we'll, it that way. We'll, we'll get to the three that I question once we once we get to talk about all of them, right? Okay. So next up is natural order. Duh. All right. Natural order is busted. Yeah. Elves is already a good deck in historic, and suddenly their two of crater hoof becomes a five of. Right. Because now you only play one. And yep. you natural order for it. And we're like, eh, natural order. C minus. Also, isn't Progenitus randomly in historic? I actually have no idea. Is it? I'm, 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 I don't actually think it is now that I say it, but for some reason I thought it was. Now, now I want to go look. I gotta go look here. Yeah. I could see it being in a, a historic anthology just for shits and giggles. Uh, not legal. Right. And then last but not least... Swords to Plowshares is bad. All right. I guess. So, Counterspell, Lightning Bolt, Swords to Plowshares. Those are the three cards that I question if they need to be banned. Fair enough. The one that most likely deserves to be banned, in, in all honesty, Swords to Plowshares. Mm. Unequivocal one-mana exile. exile removal is really powerful yeah true right i don't necessarily think it needs to be banned but out of those three i think it's the one most deserving of being banned probably so the main reason why i like and question if these cards need to be banned is counterspell lightning bolt and source plowshares are very very different from channel dark ritual demonic tutor and natural order in fact a little bit those first, <laughs> those first three cards are fair cards yeah 
they are more or less, yeah. They are effectively one for one removal mm-hmm. in some variation or another. Mm-hmm. And while yes, their rate is really really high, yes, insanely true. high. Let's be completely honest with ourselves. Yeah, yeah, they're they're it's dumb. Okay. And honestly, lightning bolts might make the um the mono red wizard deck a little too good. Mm-hmm. I mean, the deck's already running shock and is perfectly fine. Yeah. I think that in most scenarios, these cards are going to see play in control decks, mm-hmm. which if I wanted to make control decks weaker, I don't know if I would necessarily want to make their removal weaker. I'd want to make like their late game weaker, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Most of the, like I said, those, those four cards absolutely positively should not exist in this format, right? Yeah. It's arguable if some of them should exist in Legacy. We are actually one of them already does not exist in Legacy. Yeah, <laughs> two of them don't exist in Legacy. Channels not legal in Legacy. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. So two of those four cards are only good enough for Vintage and are restricted in Vintage. Yes, and Demonic Tutor still sees play. I don't think Channel does, but no, I don't. Or no, I've had to proxy Channel for a Vintage deck before. I think. All right. But it's like was it good? <laughs> I can't recall. Were you doing fair things with it? No. There yeah. you go. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, it doesn't. It, it's not like showing up all the time. Yeah. So these are cards that Watsi's like know these are too good, mm-hmm. and then that leads to another big hot button topic for people. Mm-hmm. Why is brainstorm legal? Are fetches legal? Uh, there's a single legal fetch land. Well, that's why. Yeah. So you, you've literally told me this. <laughs> so a lot of people are dumb. Okay. Brainstorm is an insanely powerful magic card. Even without fetch lands, Brainstorm is an insanely powerful magic card. It is pro. It is the best cantrip. Unless you're specifically digging, in which case Ponder is the best cantrip. Yeah. You've right. yelled at me for putting Brainstorm in decks when I don't have fetches. I have. <laughs> it's normally bad. Uh, okay. You also okay. weren't doing insanely busted things usually, so. No. That's true. So, <laughs> it's just the value Brainstorm. Yeah, the, the big thing right now is every. it seems like everyone is either over-evaluating or under-evaluating Brainstorm. Mm-hmm. Right, like there's a, there's a people who are like, oh my god, brainstorm's gonna get banned like first thing because it's, it's it's too good. There's there's no way it's not too good. Mm-hmm. And then there's the group of people who are like, brainstorm's completely unplayable without fetch lands. <laughs> and the correct answer, in as with most things, is right in the middle. <laughs> brainstorm is good in specific things. Mm-hmm. You know, arc like phoenix is still a deck. That feels like it'd be good in that deck. That deck's a big fan of one mana instant speed spells. Yeah, right. Like you know, I mean, honestly, the if we're being completely truthful, the biggest pickup for that deck is Faithless Looting. Yeah, true. But I mean, like, like there is there are there is very much a world where that deck goes brainstorm, put two cards on top, Faithless Looting, pitch the cards you just filtered out, like you know draw the cards you just put on top kind of thing like with that oh deck. yeah i don't necessarily think that's the correct thing to do honestly i think i'd rather cast them in the opposite order unless i was i mean maybe digging for phoenixes but but like you could see but like you could see it works with the strategy of the deck more than it works against the strategy of the oh, deck, yeah, is, my, is my point you know yeah. and like here's the thing you still get to play a single fetch land as was discussed previously yeah you, know, you get to play fatal passage fatal passage gets to do something mm. Which is just kind of cool. <laughs> Fable Passage. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, it's not great, but it's better than nothing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it does its thing. Yeah, so there's a, there was a lot of hullabaloo about Brainstorm, and I'm just sitting there, it's like, it's fine. It's fine. It, we'll see it's play. Okay. You want to you wanna know? I played against a Jeskai control deck playing a billion freaking... Uh, Mystical Archive cards. You want to know uh-huh. the card that casts the most against me? Huh. Lightning Helix. I was playing Elves. I did not win. 
Mm. Uh, mm. He, for, for also for just a little PSA for those who don't know, Memory Lapse is basically Time Walk. I Memory Lapse is an awesome card. Memory I Lapse is card. Time Walk. Yeah, in <laughs> a lot of in a lot of ways. Yeah. If your opponent is empty-handed and they cast a spell and you Memory Lapse them, you just cast Time Walk. Yeah. That's all that happened. The card's ridiculous. They tap out on turn three for a three mana elf, and you memory lapse it, and they have nothing else in play because you've killed it all with shocks and lightning helixes. You just cast time lock. Goddamn memory lapses, obnoxious. I love it. Like I, I don't know. That's just one of those cards that I have like a soft spot for. I just love that card. It's one of those cards that I am not a huge fan of. If we're being completely honest, right? Because it doesn't, per- it doesn't permanently answer the problem. Oh no, it doesn't. That's what I like. But I think that's cool. I think that's a cool design. There's so much tempo. Yeah. Just two mana, if you know, unsubstantiate your spell to the top of your library. It's basically remand. It's basically remand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it basically is. You're you're countering your your opponent. Basically, is putting the spell back to their hand. Because you get to draw a card in there because they have to take an extra turn. Mm-hmm. See, there you go. It's remand. It is the exact same card. <laughs> I don't actually know which one I consider to be better, if we're being honest. Uh, it might be better than a remand, honestly. I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know. It's it. Yeah, I don't know. It's but. definitely a lot more disruptive. It is probably more tilting. Yeah. Because, like, when you're just like, all right, I'm going to cast this thing, and then next turn I'm going to hopefully top deck a land, I'm going to play more yeah. things, your opponent's like, remand, or memory lapse, and you're like, all right, I'm going to just cast this exact same card. Next yeah, turn. I'm going to do the exact same thing else. I was doing again, yep. <laughs> and it's going to be awful. Yeah, your opponent's just like, oh, end of turn, cast this draw spell, play a land, hold open all my mana, and you're just like, great. 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 Thanks. Uh, Solid, but yeah. So, all right. So overall, card choices for the Mystical Archives. How do you feel about those? Uh, if you replace Divine Gambit with literally anything, including a blank piece of cardboard, <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> but they get a nine out of ten for including that piece of trash. <laughs> I mean, just, so just. Even just starting from the top, right? Uh-huh. We have Approach the Second Sun, a sweet all in the wind con. We have Day of Judgment, a sweet board play. We have Defiant Strike, a sweet card. We have Divine Gambit. Why? Why? Get out of here. We have Ephemerate, a card from Modern Horizons 1, which is sees play in a bunch of things because it does sweet yep. things. Yeah. We have Gift of Estates, which is a throwback to an old card from uh, Portal, yep. which is, like, dope. You know? Yep. Last printing was... Ninth edition. We have God's Willing, dope ass card. We have dope Manati- ass. We have Manatide, which is one of the cards that people just love. Manatide, right? Manatide. I love Manatide. I this is like one of my favorite cards ever. <laughs> we we have Revitalize, which is like okay, sure. You know, mm-hmm. some people like Revitalize. We have Swords Clashers, one of the most the single most powerful removal spell ever printed in Magic. Yep. With finally with its this is uh, the best art ever printed on it too. Yeah. Fight me. We have Teferi's Protection, which is a EDH All-Star and worth stupidly large amounts of money because of it. We have Blue Sun Zenith, also an EDH All-Star. We have Brainstorm, the single most iconic blue instant of all time. I think this is even more iconic than Ancestral Revision, or Ancestral Recall. Yeah. People just know what Brainstorm is, right? Mm-hmm. We have Compulsive yeah. Research, which is a sweet card. We have Counterspell, iconic. We have Memory Lapse, go to hell. <laughs> like, I could go down and tell you why every single card deserves to be in here. Like, you know, skipping over some cards. Doomblade. Just arbitrarily putting just Doomblade in here Doomblade. is sweet. Yeah. It ain't murder, but Doomblade is just another one of those cards. Like, there's a reason people say dies to Doomblade, right? Yeah, exactly, right? Crux of Fate, massive story moment. Tainted Pact. Tainted Pact has not been reprinted since. It has never been reprinted. It was originally printed in Odyssey. Odyssey. Wow. Yeah. All right. This card is old and a staple in competitive EDH decks. Tendrils of Agony, the single best Stormwind con of all time. Chaos Warp, classic red card. Faithless Looting, 
banned in modern. Uh, Claim the Firstborn sees a bunch of play. Grape Shot, awesome. Lightning Bolt, iconic. Shock, iconic. Mystic's Mastery, it's just really sweet. Stone Rain. <laughs> yeah. Stone Rain, dope. Thrill of Possibility, alright. Urza's Rage, terrible card. Really cool card. Yeah. Fun fact, Urza's Rage is um, Patrick Sullivan's favorite card out of Invasion. <laughs> Alright. It is a throwback to... Or it references one of the big effects from the set, Kicker, uh-huh. and yep. it is a massive iconic story moment. Yep. Okay, fair enough. Right. We have Abundant Harvest, which is just a sweet thing that we have never seen before, but now, now we mm-hmm. are seeing. Adventurous Impulse, underrated, underrated cantrip, natural order, insane, primal command, insane, Crozen Grip. Just, Crozen Grip is the, one of the most played green cards in all of Commander. Yeah. You know, and like you just keep going down the list and you're like, every single card deserves to be here, except to bind the Abbot. <laughs> just like, gotta have, just gotta have the, the garbage, right? Yeah. Like, why this one card? Are you telling me that there's literally no other common slash uncommon white based instant or sorcery in standard that you could print in this lot? Literally nothing. Uh, I don't believe like you. they could have done anything. Like I don't know what is it. Let me pick up a stack of cards off my desk here. See if I can find a better card. All right. Iona's Judgment. <laughs> Slam it. Four and a white exile target creature enchantment as sorcery. Boom, yeah. we did it. You want another thing, though? Iona's Judgment, it's a sweet callback to another plane. Yep. It's Iona is, you know, Iona. We know who <laughs> Iona is. That's just a cool thing. <laughs> we right? did it. Divine Gambit, not so much. Not so much. Nope. But... Ugh. Yeah, I, I have to say, I you know I kind of agree with you. I love the card choices in this. Like, oh yeah, you know, one hundred percent. Obviously, you can't make every card, you know, Mind's Desire and Natural Order and Demonic Tutor and everything, but like, even the cards they pick that are not like the bonkers ass insane cards. Like, they did a really good mix of old cards and new cards too. Oh, yes. Like, and I love that because you got like Dark Ritual and, you know, Demonic Tutor and Doomblade. But then you also have like Eliminate and Agonizing Remorse and, you know, Ephemerate's pretty new and like stuff like that. And then like derpy cards, like, not derpy, but like good cards that people don't think about, like Defiant Strike and God's Willing. Like, those cards are just awesome. Like, I, I even love Infuriate. Yeah, just like it's just, Infuriate is just on the cusp of being playable in standard. Yeah, like, I'm pretty ever... sure I I'm pretty sure I built a version of the deck with Infuriate at one point. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, like the card yeah. is just solidly fine. Yep, it's just not quite good enough. Just right? like, yeah. But the thing is, an effect like Giant Growth is probably better in red than in green. Right, green's already big, stompy dumbasses. Right, like yeah. You put, you know, you get plus three, plus three to, uh, or plus three, plus two to a dorky little red creature, and suddenly it's doing a lot. Yeah, I'm, it, right. Like throw that on your little goblin instead of, you know, your already three three ass beater, right? Yeah, I mean, especially because you got like in standard right now, there is the the one one goblin that when it dies, deal damage to its power to any target. Oh yeah. Like I've already used Boulder Rush, the adventure yep. from the dwarf on that all the time just to like all right boulder rush this trade with that kill your other guy yep right or you know i'm just like sitting there holding open boulder rush waiting for my opponent to cast a board wipe and i'm just like boulder rush my guy in response yeah you take you know six damage from killing my goblins <laughs> uh, yeah like the the card choice in this is they just really hit this super solid. Like I'm surprised. I am. I'm really surprised how good they did with this. Yeah, because and they, and how much they didn't hold back too. Yeah, they could have put a lot of janky garbage in here if they wanted to. Yeah, but like they're like, oh hell, we're doing this. They're like, I'm a 
tendrils, demonic tutor, channel. Like, mm-hmm. here you go. Here's real cards. Yeah, tainted pack hasn't been reprinted in forever, as you said. Like, like they put re- like I'm, that's the thing that surprises me. Like natural order, <laughs> like like they put actual cards in this instead of I mean, just like kind of some janky stuff. Like for the most part. Yeah, and even the cards that they decided like it's like well this didn't really need a reprint like duress. Mm-hmm. It's still dope art. No one's gonna feel bad about opening this dress. I mean, how many like dress is gonna show up in standard again? Like, exactly. Yeah. We'll just be honest. And dress will be in standard from now until the end of time. Having more dresses in the world, it's like they did negate. Like, how many how many times has negate been reprinted? Let's see if we can check really quick here. Oh, all of them. It looks yeah. like there's twenty <laughs> there's twenty seven versions of negate out there right oh now. Oh my god, that's so like <laughs> it's reprinted all the time. But like. The world is not worth having another version of Negate, yeah. in my opinion. No, you know? not at all. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It's, as I said, they just is such a good mix of, like, simple, or not simple, but, like, more common cards that don't have a huge effect. And then the big, like, the big, all basically all the big splashy bomb-ass mythic cards in this are dope. Like, there's no card that I'm just like, man, this should be in this set, right? Like, yeah. personally, nothing's, like, stuck out to me. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Goblin War Strike, but that would be the most random BS to put in this imaginable. Yeah, I don't know about that. And that's like, I think they, I was... I think they hit it good. And, like, it like, does seem weird that they did their, like, Lightning Bolt and Shock. But, like, again, Lightning Bolt is played in every other format. Yeah. And... Shock, Shock is going to show up in Standard again. And the world is not worth having more more prints of shock. Oh, not at all. Because there's like two good shock arts in all of Magic. It's nice having another decent shock art. Yeah, there really aren't that many good shock arts, are there? No. I gotta go look now. It's like, what the is it? The only uh. one that I care about ever is the one from Onslaught. I was just gonna say the friggin' Atog one or whatever yeah. that is, or... Psychotog, which would never ever die to a shock in a million years. Yeah, it would just lol at you. Like, I don't mind the seventh edition art, but it doesn't really look like a shock, right? Yeah. Like, like the the most common shock art, like the original one, all the way up through whatever the hell yeah. set symbol that is, that doesn't look like a shock to me. It yeah. looks like a murder. <laughs> right. Like the one I'm used to is the core set with the the you know tenth edition onward one. Yeah, and then I, I kind of like that they switched to the Kaladesh one or I, I, Revolt I, or whatever I it is. I think Kaladesh one looks better than the previous Corset one. I agree. It's just not that I think it's amazing, but I think it's good. No, I'll it's a it lot. It's a not. It's a lot less generic red card. Yeah, right. There's a lot more color going on. <laughs> so I don't know. As long as I don't have to play Anime Shock. <laughs> uh, but what is what, which one is the Japanese show? one? Oh, it's just a, yeah, that, that that person is one hundred percent a anime villain, right? Like cackling as they like shoot you with with marbles. Yeah. Which again, the execution of those cards is amazing. I'm glad people will like them. Yes. <laughs> but I'm just like. I mean, here's the deal. I'm going to need to acquire a set of the Japanese lightning bolts because I own a lightning bolt of every variation possible. So yeah, because lightning bolt. <laughs> well, not every. I do not have beta. Or you alpha don't have a beta plus. or alpha one. Get good, you scrub. I do have a lot of other lightning bolts, though. You're welcome for the revised ones. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to look out for you. I was rocking the revised ones in my modern deck, and it was just was cool. I liked it. <laughs> I think I st- I think that's what I'm using in my uh, legacy burn deck. I should know I was gold fishing it last night when we were when I was waiting for the last round to finish. As you do, <laughs> yeah. Just sometimes you just both me and my son that's going to be going to kindergarten. We just got to practice counting to twenty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice and simple, right? Uh, but I don't know. I so. Going forward, do so. This takes the place of the um, whatever the hell it's called showcase cards, right? Or this is a showcase thing. This is a showcase thing, yeah. That's how I interpret it. 
Um, if they did something like this in the future, do you think that, like, how sustainable is this for them to do? I think, honestly, the biggest problem would be finding a theme and sticking with it, right? And making the, I mean, making the theme pop, too, and everything, I feel yeah, like. Too. Like, this this really hit good. Yeah, because look at, uh, look at what happened in, so we had the Zendikar Expeditions. Yeah. Oh, so Zendikar Expeditions, they're yep. all lands. Yep. Sure. All right. Then we had the Kaladesh Inventions. All mm-hmm. of them had to be artifacts. Yep. It's like, all right, cool. cool. And then Invocations. Yep. What are they? What's the yep. theme? The theme was Destruction? The theme was Bolus, wasn't it? Well, the I mean, the overarching theme was that, but like... But that's what I meant. Like the theme, the theme with them was is they were in bolus colors and they were like kind of like. Oh no, they were in every color. Were they? Oh yeah, one. There was there the each of the gods had one. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, like the the theme was just destruction, and then all the gods got one basically because they needed it, I guess. You know, and like, and then they're it's just like you can't really keep doing stuff without like forcing the shoehorn in like this makes sense from a story perspective right yep. like these are all spells that are all part mm-hmm. of this giant library which is really cool and like i don't think this is something you can do in every set you know? no no i don't think you can and but i'm oh, sorry oh I, I was gonna say and i don't really know what else you could really do i mean are you gonna be like oh this is uh there's a zoo on uh <laughs> there's a zoo in D and D worlds that contains one of every creature that ever existed. Yeah. And, uh, so that that this is this is the the mystical zoo. It's like, nah, that's not gonna work for me, dog. Right. <laughs> like you have to really find a spot that fits story wise and stuff like that. And so the thing I like about this too, which I think is a big distinction from the invocations. Or not the the masterpiece series or whatever it is. If if you open a pack of Strixhaven because there's one in every pack, and you get a Defiant Strike, you don't feel bad. No. If you got a Defiant Strike as an invocation, you would be like, "What are you doing, you dickheads? <laughs> yeah. Why? 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 Like, why? <laughs> this gives them the ability to print." crappier cards i'm gonna say it it that way even though i don't think that's a good representation of what i'm trying to say but they can print cards that aren't 10 10 of 10s basically you you can print you can print the cards that are just like a little a little derpier and stuff you can print revitalize and people don't feel bad about it yeah here's the thing no one opened the black vice and said sweet i got there Right, yeah. Right, that's you're like I guess I whiffed on this one in some ways, but yeah, like you somehow whiffed on pulling a lottery ticket out of a pack. Right, yeah, and it's just not gonna feel good, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where this, it's like, you know, uh, when I was opening like your packs with it and stuff like that, it's like you're kind of like, oh, I got this card. I'm like, oh, I got you know, or no, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of my card, but it's like you're opening them and you're like, oh, I got this card, sweet. You know, like that's really cool. And then you open, and then you open like what did I? I think I opened like natural order or something like that. I'm like, oh, dope! Like you, fe- it, it makes you feel better. Like you don't feel bad that you missed out. So the lows, like the, it brings the floor up, if that makes sense. Yeah, one hundred percent. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a fan. I like it. I hope they um uh, do this again. I as I said, I don't think it's something you want to do every set, as you said. Like I think that makes it. I think it's tough to keep it fresh and good, but yeah, wherever do, it works, I think they do it. You do these too much, and they start to feel meh, right? Like, yeah. I don't think the reaction to the invocations would have been as bad if it wasn't for the fact that it was like our third, yeah, masterpiece series in six sets. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah I think dialing like, back on that was a good idea too. Yeah. I mean, they basically stopped doing those and instead started doing secret layers, which is... Probably more value. Yeah, better for their bottom line, let's be completely honest. 
I mean, also, also to some degree, easier for people to get, but oh, yeah. 100% <laughs> probably easier. actually cheaper for people to get in a weird way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. It's good. It's interesting to see them tweak the um, how how they're approaching putting cards in packs like this. You know, yeah, like how they've changed so much from some of the. Just like you get your normal booster and everything to here. We're going to put dope ass cards in there. And it does feel really cool. Of course, it yeah. also makes foils worthless. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yeah, right. I know. It's like, if that's the biggest problem we have, then I guess, okay, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, Let's be completely honest. Foils were garbage anyways. I'm not, I'm not even talking about their quality. I don't know. I, I kind of like it. I like them. I've always been very medium on foils. Yeah, I know. I like some, you know, but it's like, I don't know. I think they look pretty in some ways. Like, there's some that I really like. The I think I think I still have, like, the Unknown Shores or whatever in my, like, one of my binders or, like, my show-off things or something like that because I like it so much. Right, so that's, just, that's just part of the course, though, right? But they're just pretty looking, you know? So, I don't know. I like treatments like that. So. You know? Alright. Hmm? The masterpieces are way cheaper than I would have thought they would be. Yeah, did they go down? Well, some of them did. Like, so, or some of them, I just would expect them to have gone up higher. Oh. I mean, a masterpiece series, Manicrypt is still $900. Yeah. Soul Ring is 850 Nobody plays Soul Ring, though. Yeah, but then you're just like, oh, you know, <laughs> Grindstone is only $95. Only $95. Only. But I mean, Grindstone yeah. is, you know, legacy playable. I know, yeah. I mean, but and like, you... how many people are playing Painterstone, right? But the people who are, I guarantee you they want their shit to be shown. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but all six of them probably got their card already. Yeah. We got, uh, I mean, Engineered Explosive is only $65. That actually surprises me because... But see, here's the deal, though. The people who are playing EE in their decks, I don't think are the people who are like, God, I really want to bling this shit out. I think that the people that are like, I need EE in my deck. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's fair. It, it's one of those cards that's very functional over, like... It's, like, if you're playing, like, Painter Servant, like, you are saying something about yourself as a human being, for better or worse... Um, so, I don't know, like, I have a soft spot for Painter Servant. Oh, dude, I, I, I get a, such a kick out of that card. I love it. But, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those, like, I feel like it's the same kind of thing with people that's like, nobody's, like, blinging out their, like, Tormod's Crypt in their sideboard, you know? Uh, I would. I mean, you would, but like most people are. That's like I'm putting this here because it's functional, you know. Yeah. But yeah. So that's my that's my opinion on the whole thing, I guess. But so uh, I it is my quotations goal to be able to just be like, check out this this deck that is entirely alternate art shit. <laughs> You're pretty I'm, close, aren't you? I'm pretty close. Yes. Let's we'll put it that. Uh, all right. Oh, you got anything else you want to say about these? I think we've probably said Waxed enough. Poetic long enough. Yeah, probably just rambled, rambling on and on. But all right, so um, uh, yeah, next week we got a uh, stream happening. So, uh, hit up the local meta or Twitch.tv/slash/TheLocalMeta, nine o'clock central, and we'll be doing some some games of some sort. And uh, it's more fun when we have people to talk. So, don't suck. Uh, if you want to shoot us some feedback, send an email to thelocalmeta at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at thelocalmetapc. Go to thelocalmeta.com to find links to said stream. All of our episodes, uh, our Patreon, the Discord, all that fun stuff that's happening. And yeah, come hang out. Cool. John, anything else? We're probably going to be playing 30XX, which is probably. A, yeah. a throwback to retro side-scrolling platformers. So. It's a it's Mega Man X 
plus roguelites. <laughs> yes. It's and we suck at it. We were okay at twenty XX, but we were thirty. Sol- we were solidly XX. medium at twenty XX. We are bad at thirty XX. Oh, yeah. Let's be completely honest with ourselves here. Okay. All right. Thanks for destroying my self-esteem. There's nothing I or anyone else in the world could ever say to destroy your self-esteem. Yeah, probably you're right. It is, <laughs> it is its own creation. It has its own zip code. It's just like, I I live here. (laughs) All right, cool. On, On that note, we will catch you next time.